I introduce to you my homie, the man that's here for the people, FNM Brewer, hero of the community, my man Tyrone. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me here today. I want to appreciate everyone coming here to the podcast. I'm here for you. I'm here for the community. I'm here for the little ones that's in here playing magic on FNM. I am the FNM hero. I am the community hero. Thank you. And come to me. Come join me here at MTG Brainstorm. What's going on? What's good? Folks, yes, we are back. This is your boy Tyrone for MTG Brainstorm. Again, for another week of great magic info and touch. Not that it's mostly on standard, but I have to say, I know I took a week off, stuff like that. You know how you know how things do, Christmas time, whatever. But the main reason why I took another week off is I had such a good time, such you know just you know just the smoothness of this shit. Coming back, I had to wait another week, so you had time to get off and join me again for another week here on uh, MG Brainstorm. It's my homeboy, Marcel. What's up, my nigga? What is up? Back again. You know, I love it out here. We get to talk, uh, shoot the shit, really talk some magic cars, and I, I like being on this cast. Thank you for letting me come back on. Oh, man, no, thank you. I mean, uh, you, you just understand. It's it's really, really a pleasure. Like, you know, I had, like, you know, Scott and Mac, you know, other, you know, to me, I, I consider big voices into the community, you know. You may not be on, 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 the, on the, you know, on the screen, but to me, I feel like you, you hit more on over the radio on the podcast you can play at any time play at work play in your car play when you're working out whatever you got to do listen to it so I, I i like i said once again i thank you for coming join us today so um what's, what's been going on man you know uh the people out there uh, what you going on oh just um getting all my cars together uh i just got a new computer and i've been kind of busy with work so i haven't had time to put it together but i just finally got it all working yesterday and i actually started doing a stream I'm trying to start up like this um, stream series called Brewski Bistro. <laughs> no, so that's 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 definitely in the works, and I'm just trying to get all the settings right so the quality comes out good. But it, I streamed the cube yesterday. I kind of got my ass handed to me. Uh, it wasn't the prettiest thing, but uh, it was it was definitely fun. The cube was great. Just just made with power. I was able to play with moxes. I never ever ever in my life have ever had a mox in any of my decks. So just being able to have that, even though it's not a real mox, but you know, it was it was pretty cool. No, no, no. How how, how does that work? I mean, um, where um, uh, where were you uh, where were you streaming? I mean, where were you streaming? Uh, was you on Twitch TV or something like that, whatever? Yeah, Twitch TV. Um, I was doing it under my Marcel MTG account. I got I got that set up. This is the personal. I haven't I didn't do the Brewski Bistro yet, uh-huh. but uh, um, yeah, just uh, I started. I had this one deck. And I just started playing. I was, I was just telling people about it. They're like, you should stream. So I just jumped on and streamed the second round of that. I won the first round handedly. It was a, it was a pretty absurd, like artifact uh, ramp deck with uh, all his dust to clear out all of the permanents of that, and like a couple creatures, tooth and nail. Only had like three creatures, tooth and nail, and then a blight steel colossus. And it was, it was a lot of removal and just get there. And it was, it was a nasty deck, even though it came close and I lost it in the end. And then I streamed another uh, a cube. I was like, I went to another game right after, and um, that was more of a, a green, blue, black 
Planeswalkers. I wanted, I, I got Abyss first pick, which is basically an, an enchantment that at the beginning of each player's upkeep, you sacrifice a creature, uh. a non-artifact non creature. And um, so that way I was just going to have light on creatures and just, you know, just kill whatever they may have a board presence. But it didn't work out. It turned to be a good sideboard card, but I, I kind of, it just didn't come together right. So, um, yeah, I'm going to try to do some more. It's, it's definitely fun, but I, I want to do more streaming of, of actual brews of decks. So I've been kind of busy with work, so I've been kind of, haven't been doing too much, but I'm ready to dive in there and start working on some stuff. Right, yeah, you got to nowadays, man, especially this this time of year. You got to get down with that work, so I'm, I'm the same way. You know, just, you know, having work by the time I get home, nine times a ten, you know, I'm not not streaming. The only reason I'm not streaming is because uh, I'm tired, you know. It's like, oh, man. Plus, you know, then trying to have like a, a four-year-old girl, daddy, 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 daddy. Yeah, so when yeah, trying to explain something to them, but you can't explain it to them because, Daddy, I want some chocolate milk. Daddy, I want. Some... <laughs> like, so you know, oh. so you gotta take care of baby girl first. So, but um, yeah, man, um, let's go ahead and let's go ahead and touch on that uh, that streaming part here real quick. Um, uh, about it. Um, you um, we watched some other streams out there, and uh, and uh, by the way, first before we really get into this this podcast here, it's table talk podcast. There's no scripts. Where we come to the mind in the middle, we may jump off and jump back on. But that's the the love about this podcast and why I feel like it's more easier. Because like I'm an out of the box type of guy, you know. So I like so I can do it right now. I'm just you know my AD ADAD, you know whatever. I'm just jump off yeah. something else, explain it. But I want to give people knowledge just in case you never listen to the podcast here before. I should should done it first before. But like it's a table talk, so deal with it. But anyway, um, tell me some <laughs> tell me some of the things that you <laughs> that you see. When you're watching a podcast, and, and you know, then I'll give you what I see, and uh, then we'll, we'll compare, and then I tell you how I feel. Things how a podcast should be a little bit better. Uh, a podcast or a stream? Oh, I'm on a podcast, a stream. Yeah, streaming. Oh, my bad. See, I'm all okay. over the place. Told you. Say ADHD. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, man. Yeah. Then plus trying to find mayors because uh, I'm working on, like Terry said, trying to build my world deck right now. And uh, watch out for the werewolf. And I'm about to cuss here because I just found my place at a, a fucking hell riders. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay. Uh, all right. This is a good day. Anyway, but yeah. Um. Go ahead and um. You know. Let me know what you see out there when you be watching people um out there streaming. I've seen a few of them. Um. I think KYT. Uh, he actually was saying Conley Woods has a very high quality stream, and I checked it out. And like his stream is, it's like it looks like you're looking at a computer screen. So I'm trying to figure out how to get to that level, but uh. Yeah, I think really a lot of people that do streaming, they need, there's, they even have the box where they got the camera going on and you see, interact with them, you see them on a personal level. I kind of, I was hesitant towards that, but I think it actually works out and the chats, but, uh, you know, you gotta have a, you gotta have a personality, you gotta interact with the people, listen to what they say, but, you know, don't necessarily follow everything that they say, but, um, yeah, I think the, the more interesting streams are ones that are just interactive, and that that's really where the streams should be. It's I've, I've heard that, uh, like, um, some streamers say that they've gotten better because of the stream, because they listen to the way that other people tell them how to maybe try something different, and they'll approach the situation so they get more of a group think type of situation when you're gaming, so that, that increases your play skills. So I think that there's a two-way way of learning that people watching can learn, say, a pro playing, but a pro can learn to look outside the box on certain things so yeah it, 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 that is exactly the the main function to me of streaming 
But there is one downside to some of these magic streams I watch. It's, it's, and it's it's nothing to, you know do with what they're telling you. It's you're explaining, you know, you're uh, I don't know. Sometimes they they lose me what what they're trying to explain here. They they don't they just don't have that ooh ooh factor. You know, they they got that hmm. I see why he played that. But he doesn't have that ah that's bad move. I mean, they're like you know like ah in a good way. You know, you know like like man that's smoking. You know that that type of effect to it. I don't know. Is this like like when I'm streaming? You know, it's the like first of all, if I said when I stream, I'm not saying I have 100 people out there. I may have like six right now. So uh, basically, well, first of all, you know, look this out. Me, Marcel, we're trying to get to the streaming game here. Uh, was asked just for a little support from the community. That's all. And the one I'm saying, you should stop watching all other places. Trust me. If Collingwood is on, yeah, I'll probably be out there watching them, watching the stream too. So it, it, you know, so, hey, I'm, I'm about to stop because I need to go watch Colin stream here. But uh, it's, it's it's just a just a style of it, man. It's uh, and I guess what I'm trying to you know put is that uh, you know, I when I try to do my stream, I try to do that flavor. Yes, a lot of people have cameras stuff like that and everything, but you don't need to be looking at my ugly mug. Trust me, you know you you don't need to be doing all that. So, but it's um, <laughs> I hear what you're saying. It could, it could be kind of awkward, especially sitting there for three hours. Yeah, exactly. Staring at the guy. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, you know, maybe I, I won't sit there, you know, and play and scratch my balls for a second, you know. I don't want you to see me down there, you know, me back in my chair, you know, with the, with the mouse in my hand. It's like, yeah, that's a good move right there. And, you know, it's like, you know, maybe some like, mom, I want to play magic. They say, hey, got some guys that stream on here. And they, they pop on my stream. It's like, oh, my God, he's going to scratch his balls on the screen. Like, you don't want to do nothing like that, man. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, sometimes it's good. I mean, if you prepare for it. But um, um, what's his face? Uh, I'm trying to think. Um, I can't remember his name right now. He's first, uh, he played with Star City Games. Uh, you got it. Uh, uh, this is terrible. I, I had his name. Cedric. No, no, not say the, the other brother. The, not not the brother, but uh, the one with the beard. Oh, uh, Brad. Brad Nelson. Yeah, Brad Nelson. Yeah, I like watching his stream, man. That dude is hilarious, and that's what I'm talking about. He brings that awe factor to it. He's got because he, he's got his, his his camera up. And they're talking to you like that, huh? Like that? And he gets all up in the camera, you know, getting a reaction, you know what I'm saying? Keeps you, I always watch his streams, but when most other people, I got this other guy, um, I can't remember his name, I'm not even gonna try to remember his name, but uh, he sits in the screen with his, sit on the camera with his hands on his face. Well, I think I'll play Registration Angel on my Thread Tusk. You know, it's, oh, uh, it's, it's, Sam it's, Black? Yeah, it, it might be him, it might be one of him. But uh, yeah, Sam Black has a more laid back. Yeah, he. I, I like Sam Black a lot. I like. Um, he's one of my favorite deck builders. Oh, no, no. But, see, no, no. I'm not totally deck building. That dude's the beast. It's just. Yeah, but he doesn't have it. He doesn't have that much on screen. No, he's he's too laid back. Yeah, it's not a stage presence. Yeah. Like there, there's people like that. Like you know, I do a lot of work in the um, entertainment industry, and I've been on concerts, and I've I've seen that and. You'll see artists come out and people that could really capture the stage. Like, there's stage presence is really a thing, and those are people that belong in in, in that in, in doing entertainment because there's there's like a cross medium. For you to be a good magic player is cool, but for you to do like a stream is more you're providing the entertainment and the interaction. So you got to be able to kind of come with it. I'm not saying like Sam Black has a bad stream. I find it very informative. Yeah, but definitely, hundred percent. But it's not. It's not necessarily. Uh, it's, 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 it's a different like, beast. Yeah, it makes me. It makes me get up sometimes and go to the bathroom. 
When Brad Nelson say go pee, that's one go pee. All right, I'll be right back. take a piss real quick. I'm going to take a piss. I'm right back. It's being ready for the connect on. You know, because he just, like I say, just, he just had that, that feel press. And, and I try to do the same, try to do the same thing on mine, you know, and, uh, you know, and, um, I'm start trying to broadcast it more. Uh, well, mostly nine times out of ten, you probably, probably just gonna see me jump on and play. You know, nine times out of ten, I'm not gonna, you know, talk, cause, um, um, one thing of it is, I, I think that makes the stream good is the music. That's something I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, thinking about like I actually me myself the stream I think I'm a little more laid back and I'm not I need to work on the presence but like the music I was like I want to do music but then there's people that don't like to hear what you have to necessarily have and yeah you know some of the songs I listen to make cause people be like what the hell is he listening to you yeah. know like <laughs> yes, but uh that's, that's what it is man but I think that you know people could put the music that you want to listen to in the background. I don't know. I'm gonna play with it. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a couple episodes with music there and have a nice playlist and you know give you a taste yeah. of what, what what we got out here in the bay. Oh baby! But I know that's a definitely definitely a, a big part of your cast and your stream is the music. You know, oh, that's, yeah. that's why people listen it's, in. So yeah, because it because I I've I've been I really seen this. I I caught this one time. I had buddy mine at his job. I walked because he owns a one of the car shops uh, uh, up in uh, up in Indianapolis. So I was walking in one day, and uh, and I'm walking in, and uh, he, you know he was like, Boom. He, he listened to me talk. He was bobbing his head, but he was listening to me, listening to me, listening to me talk. So you know, and uh, well, I, I was walking in on him. I was like, man, what are you listening to? Man, listen to your podcast, man. This is dope, dude. I got my head banging. Got the Outcast on there. I'm like, yeah, but and then he started talking about all stuff I was talking about too. Yeah, that, that part when you heard the bass go boom, 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 and then you said something about this and that. I'm like, okay, so they brought both of them together, and and it, and it works. You know, it, it's because that's what I think I feel too. You know, it's just you know, this sometimes hear people just talk. Sometimes kind of like, kind of moves you out a little bit, but sometimes when you hear that that bass in the back, you know, it brings you back in. That's because that's just my feeling of a DJ. You know, that, you yeah, know, it's that, soothing because yeah. yeah, you may you may be caught up in your thought and something and then the music just brings you back exactly it works it works great man you know music music is is one of the best things i say if you go stream man you gotta play music because just here you go here one minute let me uh hear this you know like that like i mean that that, that gets annoying after a while i hate clicking sounds but you know we gotta turn down we got the music up it, it kills kills all that out i mean you still hear it but you don't doesn't bother you as bad because you know you got you know you got the you got the, the music in your ear, man. So it's, these are these are all hints for people, you know, if you're doing your podcast, it's, it's things to think about if you want to do a stream, you know. That's the good thing about the magic community is that this is things that people want to listen to. If you got something interesting to say, you know, you can, you can join it. You can let just like uh uh Kevin Meta and uh damn you can get at that. Ready? <laughs> Huh? Maddie Studios. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maddie, Maddie Studios and uh, Kevy Meta. Yeah. I don't know why it's so hard. Yeah, I was like, I was like, okay, maybe he might be talking about somebody else. I didn't want to cut it and say Kevy Meta. I was like, okay, maybe he's saying Kevy Balls. I don't know. I don't know what he's gonna. I don't know what he's gonna say. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's what I mean. Like they, you know, they definitely have the presence. And once again. Before we can get further than that, I have to give big shout outs to Kevin Meta and uh, Maddie Studios because they 
they last time we had we me and you was on the podcast they they brought us up like so many times but yeah uh like even uh uh i guess uh maddie maddie's deal is like even like what tyro said you know fan damn their ass like <laughs> yeah, man, i heard that i was not expecting that i was i was in the car at lunch i almost choked because i was like yeah, yeah that's what we'll talk about man it is it, it seems and that kind of stuff i'm talking about man you bring that bring that flavor to the um to the cast sorry about that hearing that bang in the background sorry you know this is I was getting all hype and shit because uh yeah, yeah I was they not do, expecting they do. that. They definitely bring it. They got they got this uh they got stage presence, you know. Hell, That's yeah, something they that they definitely have. They they're entertaining, they fill the mic, they fill the space, you know, you wanna listen. I mean, sometimes they go on some tangents, you'd be like, Okay, but you know, it's it's still interesting. They bring yeah. it all back. Yeah, oh yeah. They always they always seem to seem to come back with it and and it's great to also hear that they also they, they care about the they care about the kids too. You know, because you know, cause, like last week there, like on one, of, um, I think not this uh, past podcast, but the one before, the one that we're talking about, uh, our based around the time we did our podcast together, how they were talking about, um, you know, how about the scumbags in the area dealing with kids, and you know, it's, it's good to see that, you know, other people feel the same way I do, you know, you know about about catching somebody up and you know trying to play some dumb and and you know get banned down and shit. So you know, I, I appreciate hearing that from them. So. But uh, um, yeah, it's just it's like the whole streaming, man. It's it's, it's like hard to, hard to, hard to, hard to, hard to catch. Yeah. So you you said you were streaming your werewolves. You want to you want to talk about this werewolves deck that you got built? And yeah, the, yeah. It, how it works out? Well, pretty much at this particular moment, as we speak together here today on MPT Brainstorm Podcast, I am literally putting it together as we speak. You know, just you know, just uh, and again, I found all my cards, found all my mirrors but basically the main thing on on werewolves right now i think werewolves are big to me and i was saying they're big last time but they they were big but not as big as they are now the only reason why i say that is mostly is because no one's no one only werewolf they see is huntmaster the huntmaster bam comes out give you somebody okay well there there's a lot of other mechanics and effects that you can throw in here i think that can make um and now since everything is so splashable now you know, it, it, make, it makes everything like a little bit better. So, but um, the the main big thing on here is this: the main functionality of this deck is Huntmasters and Mare Asperts. Those okay. those are your beasts. You know, of course, you know, because you got two drops. Since he flips, it, it it does work. And and say that you do play Huntmaster, then you know, uh, basically put it this way: how could I put it? Um, Alright, let's say you play Huntmaster, he goes in next turn, you play, you got, say, five men out. You play your Mayor Ashbrook, even though he just came into play, I know you can't attack with him, though, but you Moon Mist him. And then when he Moon Mist, Huntmaster flips, he hits, right? You know, you're then, the other uh, other werewolf that you just made from the Huntmaster, now he ends up being like a, what, maybe like a 4 4 or something like that, whatever, I think, I'm not sure how much they give him. On the back, let me turn this card real quick. Double check here. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, yeah, he, he becomes a, uh, basically a 3 3 because he comes out 2 2. So then, and your Huntmaster is <laughs> 5 5. And you, and you know, you go in doing work, then you don't have to worry about him dying for combat damage because of the movements. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and now everyone's like, oh, you don't want to play werewolves because you don't want them, you don't want them to flip, you know, flip back. I mean, go ahead and flip my Huntmaster back. I want you to. I, 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 I really do really really do want you to and really <laughs> flip him back I, I go ahead and play double spells and the best part about it is 
I learned by, you know, and I've been playing a lot of Moto, and thanks to my homie Marcel, he gave me basically some where was to, to play with, you know, to get a feel of it on Moto, to, you know, get to see how the flips. The main focus of what I see with the deck is, is that it's, it's, it's so great because you go, you swing, you hit, and yes, I have a burning spell in my hand, or, you know, like some type of, you know, other spell to play on your turn in an instant, you know, so okay, I play one, still cause my guy not to flip, your turn begins, you play somebody, I can burn them on your turn. You know, yeah. It's only play, you know, and so you know, you have to worry about playing two spells back to back. If you play mostly instants, and it's great because you don't have to do on your turn. Like, okay, I need to get rid of this guy, but all right, he has intimidate, so I don't have to worry about dealing with him right now. So I go in a swing, beginning of your turn, then hit him, boom. Then you know, they're like, okay, crap, what are you gonna do? Because the really the well, I gotta take this back now. The really the main three is three guys in this deck, Mayor. Huntmaster, Emberwolves. Everybody just really pissed on Emberwolves. Oh my god, this car's terrible, blah blah blah. Well, guess what? You can blow a ball. That's all I gotta say. You can blow my balls because this little bastard right here, when they flip, they don't transfer over. But the best part is not the point in the moment of them not transferring back. He gives them plus one. He has intimidate. But the best part about it is now you have a decision. Which one you'll get rid of? The Emberwolf, the Mayor, or the Huntmaster? Like, oh crap! So I don't, if I don't take the Huntmaster, his neck, uh, uh, then uh, he goes in. If he, if he end up getting a chance to lift him back, then he comes back. But if I don't get the mayor, he, then the mayor gets him another wolf. That means more guys I got to deal with. But then I get rid of the Ember Wolf. Then blah blah blah. Then also, you know, it, it brings a whole bunch of confusion. You know what I'm saying? Ever. Then, then uh, with the uh, thank you uh, there, um, who is led? He, he told me to look into a sheltering word. Basically, it's a it's a it's a one. Uh, one colorless, one green. It's an instant, and uh, um, basically it says target creature you control gains hexproof until end of turn. You gain life equal to that creature's toughness. All right. So, so when I got all my guys bumped up here, oh, you try to get rid of my huntmaster, and same with the mayor. Him flip gets a plus one, so he's a five five. With Ember Wolf, he's a six six. You try to get rid of him, pow down. This gains six life, and he stays on the field, and you just waste your spell. You know, start you know, this this small stuff like that because they How about Ranger's Guile? Ranger's Guile is cheaper and it's actually probably better. Ranger's Guile, how much is, is that? Oh, that's one? one that's one green and target creature gain uh you can control gets plus one plus one and gains hex hexproof until end of turn. Ranger Which is probably a lot more relevant than the life gain. And it gives you it it could boost them in the in a in a pinch. I mean I would probably still sideboard it in because really I think the problem with werewolves is like you know you're getting wrapped or you're getting bonfired or um, well that's another thing man that's another thing you gotta look at too man it's really no matter never man you say the name of the card was Ranger's Guile yeah it's all, Ranger's Guile all one word it's uh yeah it, uh, it's Ranger's with the apostrophe and, and space Guile G-U-I-L-E oh okay there there's it's uh in Innistrad yeah got right but somebody's wanting to open up a new tab. Anyway, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna pull a card right now. But yeah, it's man, that's that's like no matter what you play, man, you're always gonna get wrapped. You got people that playing zombies, you know, straight up, bam, bam, bam. Yeah, they have their their ability to that. Yes, they have the point of come back or like people, you know, playing any large amount of creatures. You hell, you just brought out four freaking uh, uh, uh spirits from uh. uh the one that you flash back. I'm sorry. Lingering Souls. Lingering Souls. 
here, you bang him back, you get on that next turn, then he wraps. I mean, no matter what you do, you can't be afraid to play, man. You know what I mean? You, you can't. I'm not saying to be afraid. See the, see, the thing is, you gotta, you, you're a werewolf strategy. So the werewolf strategy, really trying to flood the board with creatures. Right. Like, um, you want to hit the one drop. You really, you, you want to hit that reckless wave. Um, either the mayor or something else. Maybe, like, really one of my favorite. If two drops for combating like sweepers is full moon's rise so you can do yeah. the reckless wave go full moon's rise then go to the the emmer wolf and then you know hunt master and now you got to protect it against a sweeper or something right. and you know you're you're crushing yeah, full, full moon rise is there and there i forgot i got a full playset of those <laughs> yeah i'm kind of i'm kind of skeptical on them sometimes because in i don't know if they're the greatest in an aggro i mean you they're two is best four not good two is because uh, i want to play it back in the day it, it when i get flooded with them it screwed me over so two two is the magic number because the time that you do draw and do need it the best part about it is is when to play it sometimes you don't want to play it right at the beginning because yes you get an extra plus one but you won't wait for that moment of okay you know that time is coming for you to about to you know be able to get hit that's when you want to play it or at the time where that they're not expecting when they're not expecting trample you know right. you know what i'm saying like you got in your hand it's like okay i got this guy here they got 36 life and basically you you have basically you can get through 30 32 but you know it gets to get that extra four so they're not expecting you to, you to be able to bring that extra over so that's when you play the full moon rise you know, like, oh, oh, wow, they're not expecting that. I'm like, oh, are you serious? You playing that now? Hey, <laughs> whatever works. <laughs> whatever works for it. So, so that's what I like. But, like, but Fulman Rise, to me, it's a good card, but no more than two if you decide to play it. I haven't called a lot of people playing Werewolves lately. I mean, I haven't heard nothing. I mean, it's like it's been squeak. And basically, that's the point of this podcast here today is surprise, Werewolves. You know, I mean, it, it, it's good time to play it, you know, just for the surprise factor. No one right now is going to expect, because I'm not going to post this until probably Saturday or so, as I get out of work or whatever, but they're not going to be expecting the werewolves. What, what do you think? I mean, think that might, you know, because I hear a lot, yeah, a lot of podcasts are... talk about surprising, playing people, catching people off guard with this stuff. Well, yeah, I mean, you got to catch people off guard, but you got to be ready for the, the metagame. And, I mean, werewolves do, does attack faster decks. It's... I mean, it doesn't have the greatest time against Drag Tusk, though. So, no, no Drag Tusk is. That's the problem. Drag Tusk is a big, um, a big component in the meta right now. Right. Um, I mean, like, see, it's a good FNM because you could probably squeeze it in. It's cheap to put together. Yeah. You could put some powerful cards. Like, you, you really need to have Hunt Masters. Yeah, you gotta it's like crucial for this deck to perform on any level, on a competitive level. And, um, I mean, Bonfire of the Dam really fits in pretty well. And that gives you some additional ways to deal with other creatures. But against Control, it's kind of tough. I do like Rancor. I, I, I haven't put that into action yet, but I think Rancor is a great way to follow up with your cheap one drops. And, um, I have to say thanks a lot for that because now I gotta find those. But uh, <laughs> I can't wait to see what Gatecrash has because this this is you know the gruel yeah. colors right here. So yeah. there's going to be some cards that will fit into this game plan that the werewolves want to go. There'll be instants that will probably be very powerful. I think this werewolves as a as say 
a tribe is in, in competitively, it's not going to be the werewolves you'll just build that that will incorporate you know Emerald Wolf to its fullness. It'll be werewolves in the in the shell, but it won't be a werewolf deck. Exactly. Where you'll have where you'll have the, the bonuses coming from like full moon prize, where that won't actually benefit the the deck much because there'll be say a Thrag Tusk along with the Hunt Masters, along with. Um, Maybe the Reckless Waif or some other uh, werewolves. Maybe the mayor. There's a way to make the mayor just really shine because you're, you're using a lot of the um, instant speeds and he's going to flip on a regular. So uh, who knows? Or you could do like Simic because um good thing about mayor is you want to play him maybe with counter spells. Or you could do, you know, like say a rug type of situation. And then you got Hubmaster as well with the, with the mayor, but yeah, then you can play a lot of uh, sit back on counter spells. You could drop your mayor, sit back on a counter spell to protect him. Um, there's Cyclonic Rift, which can open up the board considerably, especially if you're attacking. Who knows what Cynic might have? They got all kind of tricks and stuff. So Cyclonic Rift is that blue? Yeah, that's the the, the green blue. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Is that a new card coming out or? Well, that, that's just going to be in um in gate in gate crash. It's going to be the simic and, and gruel. So you're oh, going to basically. Oh, oh, you talking about the, the 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 guild type stuff? Yeah, I think oh, okay. I think through guilds will like mayor is a good card, but like the thing with mayor is you really want to flip them. Oh yeah. And either either you're going to flip them with moon mist, which can work, but it's still like you know you're using a card to make that happen. Or if you sit back on counter spells, like that's a very powerful thing to do behind a mayor. You drop a mayor on turn two. He sticks, and then all of a sudden you got counter spells to protect him, and and you're operating on an instant speed. I think there's a lot of a lot of power behind that, and it could be a could be a player. I think. Okay, I got a question for you. Yeah. What do you think about uh, um, elections or of immortality? Um, cyborg cards. I think actually, I, we might see mill. I mean, mill right now, drown yard. Especially is the way to really take these games that are going in the current meta. Like I, I've been playing with like Esther Planeswalkers, and even against some of the aggro decks, I've been killing them with the Drown Yard because you can control the game and it just gets stupid with the, you know, uh, Sphinx's Revelation and Drag Test. People have so much life that you really it's hard to kill them with damage. So the only way to really take these people out is Mill. So I think you know maybe Demir, the Black Blue Guild. Coming in and gate crash, they they last time in Ravnica they were you know centered around Mill. Right. So so Mill Mill I think will actually become part of the meta to attack the fact that there's so much life gain. So Elixir Immortality. I mean that's a great way to just to, to rain on Mill's parade. It's a uh, maybe a one of or two of if if it becomes that prevalent. You know, exactly. Cyborg. Okay. Yeah, because right now that's the main thing I was thinking about too, just playing plenty in here just I would say it's not really you know like um, what's the word I'm looking for uh, like an answer to uh, Thrag Tusk but just like that's this is the reason why I'm saying the reason why I was thinking uh, I think of uh, a sheltering word over uh, over the one uh, the uh, Rangers Guild yeah, uh, is that just you know right now this meta is all about the life life gaining you know you gotta try to compete just to keep up enough cause then that's one thing I found out about, about werewolves is that cause I put some extra mortalities while I was playtesting and stuff is that 
when you're able, you know, to go in and save those hits and that, that extra five life always seemed to help me. I'd be like down to one, then I play a full moon rise, then, then I trample through everything else and win the game. Well, yeah, I mean, instead of like elixir immortality, I mean, why don't you just play Thrag Tusk? You get the five life and then you get a beater. Like, honestly, I think that's a better fit for the, the werewolves. I mean, you're already going pretty aggro. That could be a top of the curve at five. Yeah. yeah. Like, you really, you really don't want to yeah, play. Cause the max, that. the max one is four. That's, that's the highest, highest creature I got is four. That's the Huntmaster and it's a good game. That's the highest I got. But the main reason why I don't have him is cause, uh, let me see here. Alright, let's one second here. Alright. Alright. Yeah, he's about still about twenty five bucks. Oh shit. Yeah, so that's <laughs> that's the reason why you don't see no threat tucked in this deck is because it's Christmas time and I ain't got the money. Uh, see, yeah, <laughs> I bought I bought Thrag Tusk when he was like six bucks or five five or six bucks on Okay, on okay, I'll tell you about he's twenty two twenty two oh two. That's how much yeah. twenty two oh two, yeah, he's uh yeah, that's the only reason why, because when it's four, it's two, four, six, it's almost a hundred bucks just for four fucking cards, and I refuse to do that. Yeah, and he, there's going to be some card in Gate Crash they talked about it that will trump Drag Tusk. Really? Uh, yeah, they, they, it was. Uh, what color? I'm trying to remember where I read it, but it was it was on a Wizards article. It was an official Wizards article, and they were mm -hmm. talking about um, ways to counteract the wet the imbalances in the metagame. And they said that there will be a card or a couple cards in Gate Crash that will be able to neuter, in essence, strike us. <laughs> I didn't do it. Oh, that's a strong word by itself, neuter. Yes. <laughs> but, uh, okay. Maybe he may not have babies no more. So. Yeah, exactly. Well, no, more, no more beast tokens. Right. There's a couple cards that, that are in now that a lot of people could play. I mean, why we're on this on the subject of Thrakthus is... Or oh, well, like like Nevermore or something like that, whatever. Name a card and can't uh, can't cast it or something like that, whatever. Yeah, that yeah. Nevermore. I mean, you the thing with Nevermore is there is abrupt decay, there is a distant attention sphere. So Nevermore is okay. I mean, mm -hmm. it's it's it's, it's you giving them basically your card and you're letting them know what it is. So they the card, even though it's not coming to play, is still in their hand if they draw it. So they ever deal with Nevermore, then all of a sudden the card comes out. Right. Um, well, still, but well, still, white still has a lot of stuff to get rid of champions too. So you know, yeah. you know, so like, see, they they, they O ring your stuff, the drop decay. Oh, see, so that's right, drop decay. That that actually destroys that. That that says okay. So like, you say it's still multiple boy drop decay. Yeah, they got rare revelation. If we start seeing more enchantments becoming powerful, yeah. you might see rare revelation because they got curse of echoes is a good sideboard card against. Like bank control. Boom, 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 boom. What's you talking about? Brought it up. Yeah, love that oh, card. Yeah, speaking, speaking of cards, you you, you called. Uh, I want to give you kudos for the uh, counterflux. I was kind of. I remember on the last cast, I wasn't a hundred percent. I was kind of thinking about it, but huh. after talking with you, I went about like 50, 60 copies of them for they were they're like five cents on moto, and then they shot up to like the. A quarter, uh -huh. so it's been seeing some movement, and you know, like Niv Mazette right now, Niv Mazette is super cheap. It's like oh, two dollars yeah. on Moto, and I think a lot of people are just you know undervaluing those cards. And once we see this new set come out, I think that a lot of the control that is is being subdued right now will be able to come out, and those cards will shoot up in value. Right. So, do you, do you think they'll uh, bring back cycling? Was cycling was cycling ever in uh in Ravnica? Cause I, I never actually played the uh, Ravnica at all. 
No, they didn't have uh, cycling in. I, I don't think they will. They, they are going to give the guilds their own individual keywords. So there's oh, okay. five. Uh, okay. Okay, good. All right, yeah, because I was wondering. Because remember, because like you said, mostly the main good reason about uh, for um, um, the word I'm talking about here, uh, the card, the counterflux, is the whole uh, what says that you overload it. Really, that, that part's really good for, you know, cycling abilities. So, how's it good for cycling? To, uh, isn't cycling where that it, uh, that you, like, do multiple spells? Oh, that's that Storm. Storm? Oh, oh, okay. Oh, I yeah. thought it was cycling. Okay, basically, cycling. whatever, whatever effect, now you know, that you could, uh, this one behind that one behind that one behind that one, where you counter, what kind of you can counter them all. So, you know, yeah. that's what, that's what I was talking about. Okay. I thought it was cycling. My yeah, bad. Cycling people. is the, it's just how good it is. Cycling is the, you pay two usually, and then you discard the card, and then you draw a card. Uh, okay. And there's different, different variations on that. Well, but yeah, Storm, yeah, definitely for Storm. Storm in, uh, modern. Um, yeah, I hear a lot of people talk about card. that. I have no idea what it is, cause I understand the guy, but I hear a lot of people talk about that. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't seen it much. I gotta, I gotta play a little bit more modern. I gotta get back in. I got, I got some time off from work, so I'm really about to, Go hard on the moto. Yeah, yeah. I got my, I got my stuff going together for modern for myself. I mean, like I said, I only have been playing since uh, um, Meridian Prestige, but I have a lot of friends that play a lot of uh, Legacy, so I've been getting collection. Plus, I got a homie of mine that uh, that's one that's want to sell his collection for like a hundred bucks. So oh, okay, so you yeah. you just got in a Meridian Prestige? That's yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, well, actually, I played back when it, around the time that he like. See when it come out, 95? Somewhere around that time, 94, 95, whatever. Basically, I started playing around actually 2000, right? When it was, uh, so I was, no, six, no, 17. So I started playing in 97. I was 17. So basically, let's put it this way I have cards from starting back from the beginning and up to then. I got, have two big long boxes. They've been, right. sitting, they've been sitting in my grandma's closet. I'm 32 right now, and that's back when I was 17. Have you gone through them? No, I've got, I just remember after after I started playing after Mirror Prestige, and, and no, uh, uh, after I started playing is after I came back home from Indiana. So I yeah. say, oh, I remember this box of cards I still put in my closet. The box is so long, my grandma's like, I'm not sending those cards to you. Them things too heavy. They cost like twenty dollars to send. I'm like, so she's not. Gonna, so grandma won't send them to me in the mail. So they're just. Sitting in the closet, I have no idea what what's in them and stuff. I mean, it could be I could be sitting on the gold mine. You know, I could be sitting on you, something. You I have be. no idea. Because you I'm, could actually be getting your your collection on with that. I I would almost. How far away is that of the drive for you? Fourteen hours. Elk. <laughs> yeah. 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 Give, <laughs> give your grand give Granny uh twenty dollars or give her give her thirty bucks. Like here, yeah. I'll pay for it. Yeah. It might it might actually be worth it. Well, I, well, I that's what I told her. Uh, she don't want, but it's in. My grandma's seventy six, so she's. I see. So it's, it's back in part of the closet, way back in the back, and I don't want grandma trying to come there, trying to get it. And none of, and, that, and, that makes sense. and none of my my homies will go in there and do it, even if I pay them. Oh, I really? Work, I got to do it. And, you know, so they must pay Don't get me started on those moments. But uh, <laughs> I love them to death. I know they listen to the podcast. You know who I'm, you know who I'm talking about. I'm not gonna bust out your name here in the podcast, but you you gonna want some one day. I won't remember that when, when you're in the wheelchair. I need a push down to the bathroom. I'll let you poop on yourself. All right. <laughs> remember that. No diapers. No diapers for you. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. You know it's just. Uh, I know this like thing going on. The, the Thrag Tux thing. It's. 
it definitely will fit in here but you know like i i i do my more of a you know budget style as well no is that what saying now it's budget if i had threat touch damn yeah the darn things would be in there but I, 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 I'm playing what I what, what I have. What you have? I got yeah. you. I got you. Yeah. So you know. So right now, the, this this is what I, uh, this is all I all I have at this particular moment. So you got the hunt masters though. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I got the hunt. Well, put this way, I had four. I only could find three. And, and I had them out, and I moved my desk to a different area, so I moved my TV close to my uh, my desk close to my TV, so I can you know so I can stream uh, my my Call of Duty and stuff there and. Uh, and uh, I moved it somewhere, and I have no idea where it is. Oh. Yeah. So, but okay. but I do. But do, uh, the main thing, you know, is 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 the hunt masters. I definitely was going to run four of those. Was trying, but it's it's around here somewhere. But uh, <laughs> you know how it is. You know, let's see, like like with you with the with the moto thing. This is the perfect opportunity why moto would be best because you know where it is and it's not hiding from you. It's not. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's the biggest thing. There's a lot of that. That yeah. match shuffling being able to have you know just four copies of the same card and even though you got like uh, thousands of decks or whatever exactly you don't need to have to search through this deck to break down this deck to be able to play this other deck which yeah. i mean a lot of people don't like moto because i mean there's nothing physical there and it's like you're paying a lot of money for something that's just purely pixels and yeah cards. it may be pixel cards man but it worked it's so good it is so moto is so awesome people just don't understand I mean, if I had the money to play both, oh, actually, okay, I'll keep on saying what I'm saying. If I had the money to be able to play both, I would. It, it helped me. It's darn worth it because ain't nothing better putting, you know, play tasting that deck together, you know what I'm saying? You know, and get it playing over and over because you can just touch it. And once you find what you need it, then that's the best way for you to go out there and destroy FNM. I mean, come on, Cockatrice is nice and all. Yes, you can play any card you want, you can play, but it's a pain in the butt when you got to flip your creatures. Make sure you got the right total life. You know, make sure stuff changes back. Make sure this trigger ticks here. And, you know, you know, and, and only part about I don't like about any top electronical wise is when they sit after you hit OK. You're waiting. You're waiting. He's in there taking a piss. And you're like, OK, what's going on here? He comes back. Yeah. Then he hits OK. That's the only part I don't like about it. And, and you know, because that's why I like people in front of me. I was like, are you going to go? I mean, I'll tell them. I'll, I'll give them two, three minutes to make a decision. Yeah, like, they ain't going. Like, are you done? I mean, what do you mean? I'm thinking. You've been thinking for five minutes. Been in the hole. Yeah, yeah. You've been thinking for five minutes. Can you move this along, please? Because we only got thirty minutes to play. I'm trying to get some games down here. And by enough, you're already playing threat to us and save a lot of money. So, 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 what, what's the difference between there? So, you know, that's the only reason why I, I don't like. Uh, I don't like. Uh, the only part I don't like about Moto, but besides that, man, I wish I could play Moto. I would love to be able to play touch my deck all the time. Like, okay, all right, this don't work. Take that out. This works. You know, don't, don't you agree? Yeah, well, I mean, that's that's big reason why I play Moto. I just don't have, um, you know, I don't really have the play groups to play in paper, so I play online. It's easier for me. I got work, and it's easier to find like people on here and get a game going, just like you know, right away. Exactly. So that's that's why I'm invested. I can't do I can't do both. Like, I, there's no way fucking possible that I can afford. <laughs> Shit's like crack. Like, if maybe if I was rich and I didn't have no responsibilities, I, I can do like popper. <laughs> yeah, I'll play some popper. <laughs> that's so you got to kind of pick and choose. So yeah, but Moto was good. Like when I played Magic before, like uh -huh. I, I don't know what I was playing. 
I was playing something that wasn't magic because I got a moto and all of a sudden I'm like, oh, so that's how it works. Oh, <laughs> okay. What was I doing before? No, so there's, there's a number of things. Moto definitely made my magic game a lot better. And now that I'm, I, know, I could say I'm pretty competent. I just need to get on there and just do more grinding. I want to, I want to get more tournaments, do more competitive and do brewing and just try to, you know, live that dream, I guess. Exactly. All right. So, all right. Since we're on the, on the werewolves, I'm going to throw some cards at you. And, um, this is basically it's going to be versus, you know, this card versus this card. Which one would you pick? This one or that one type of deal. And, you know, and see, see and see what you think. All right. So basically, we're going to start off, I guess, we're going to start off low and build up here. Uh, let me see if I can find them here. All right. There we go. Um, where's the other one at here? Okay. Alright, okay, here we go. First one is, uh, starting our flow mana base here. Reckless Waif versus Wolf Bitten Captain. Alright, um, I'm more of a fan of Reckless Waif, but I think that you should run both if you really want to have a strong aggro, beat down werewolves deck where you, I think you kind of want to take the werewolves. You don't really want to go mid range if you're not going. Thrag Tusk, but uh, I like the Reckless Wave just because that 3-2 hits hard. Um, it's a decent reason to skip your second turn, or it's a nice if you don't have your second turn. Wolfbitten Captives helps flipping because it allows you to do something with mana and flip over, but it just becomes a 2-2, which is, which is okay. So, um, I think the Wave is better than the Wave that I would rather go. Alrighty. You're How right. about yourself? Um... I was, I put it, it's, it's hard to say. At the beginning, I probably, I don't know, really, if I really think about it. But I, I kind of like Reckless Wave, but also, like I said, I'm both, I like both, like, like, like with you, but you know, at the beginning, you know, with paying the mana, it's good because you, you think it's, um, let me see, I got it right here. Uh, you get it because plus two, so it gets because of three, three. You know why? You know it's still flipped over, but also the down effect is that you're paying that mana to give it three three. Where that you know you could be playing a playing a spell, but also it keeps from keeps you from playing a spell and bumping up like you know. So if you got rancor on them, so it's a three 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 one or something like that. I think yeah, yeah, it's a three one. The rancor, then you bump them up. Is a is a five three. You know yeah. on you know turn two, so you're swinging. You know you're swinging for. Or if it did flip, you know, you know, sweet for be, one, whatever. That'd be turn three, though. Yeah, turn three. Yeah, turn three. So you hit him for that amount. So, you know, I mean, it has effects and not effects. But really, if it comes down to it, it's really, really a reckless wave will be the more, um, I think it probably would be the first better call to drop. If you had both in your hand, I definitely would take reckless wave first. Like you said, turn, next turn, bam. Because not like, I think how most of the games are. Most people are playing Blood Crips, you know, stuff like that at the beginning of the turn. Most of the time, they're not playing mana. You know, regular, you know, regular mana, mana. So, you know, yeah. they're, they're tapping out, go, turn two, boom, you swing, you're already, already popping for three. And say if you yeah. got, and say if you got a, a, uh, turn two, you lay down another card and you have a, uh, uh, steering spear. So. Brutal. Yeah. yeah so, like it's brutal because they could, they they usually don't have that one drive. Like, yeah, exactly. unless, they, unless you're playing someone that's like doing. Black, playing Charmin, something like that, whatever. That's about it. Exactly. So you, you do have a good chance to just really hit them for three yeah. on the next turn. And, and then, they're not going to take it flips, half the time. Yeah. And it flips, and then you say you do Rancor on top of that, you're just exactly. like, oh my. Exactly. Ah. That's five. 
swinging, boom, Sin Spear you for uh, uh Spear you for three, so that's eight right there already right there, so that's you know, yeah. that's that's twelve. I'm like, damn. <laughs> already then next turn then may not have nothing in hand right away, you know, nothing to really get rid of or anything like that. And and say say the next turn you got another Sin Spear in his hand. Or you're able to play another Rancor. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. Because, you know, even if they do play a Charmin up front, they're not going to block it because they don't want to lose it at the beginning. Yeah. Okay, I might and get Pillar, Pillar of Flame, I think, is another yeah. crucial card, especially with the Zombies. Because Zombies, yeah. I think, because they, they got a lot of two-for-ones against. Exactly. Um, werewolves because it's such ground base. Uh -huh. But, yeah, that Pillar of Flame comes in there. You could do, you know, Reckless Way, turn two. Um, say it flips. They're not able to do the one drop. You got to turn two, drop Rancor on there. You got Pillar of Flame back up if they drop something the next turn, or if they do drop something, then all of a sudden you know you Pillar of Flame and then the Rancor with the three one you're hitting in. Maybe they might not have the, the next turn. So there's there's ways definitely to um, you know keep the keep the curve low and make it make it so that you get real aggressive with this deck. Exactly. Okay, we got that one there. All right, let's here. I got another one actually. Ain't far too many. Okay, basically we'll say Reckless Wave one that one. All yes. right. Okay. All right. Let's see here. If you had a chance to play, next one. Alright, Reckless winner. Reckless now is going to versing a Scorned Villager. That's the one uh, green, uh, at one green manatee mana pool. And if she flips, she has Vigilance and add two green, green to mana pool. Okay, and then the other card compared to it? Uh, Reckless Wave. But, but, oh, between. Yeah, because cause, cause really, those are only really the. Only, oh, not Reckless Wave. Um. I'm sorry. Here, you give, you give me this. Uh. So you got mayor. You got yeah. yeah mayor. Well, no, see, mayor. None of these cards compare to mayors. Because if I had a choice to play any one, I play mayor over every single, every single one of them. Actually, I yeah. I kind of disagree with that. Really? I, in my opinion, like um, like I really think like your two drops scorn villager is only if you're trying to go ramp. Right. And I really think your two drops is between the shepherd and the Averberg if you're going werewolves only. Like you could even say strangle root geist, but then you're not good sticking with the werewolves. But these are like your really two drops. The problem with Mayor is it's not really that great of an aggro card right. because you really want to flip the Mayor. So that means you're you're going to try to sit back. Maybe if you're able to do drop the Mayor and sit back on instances that work in your benefit, then you could flip the Mayor on skipping your turn. But it, I think it's more reactive of a card. Whereas when you're you want to go aggro you're dropping that turn one that turn two the mayor just kind of it's kind of stays as a one one because you're constantly dropping cards you're constantly hitting them and they're trying to play spells to counteract you and he doesn't get anything further than that you really don't activate the full potential of the mayor whereas i think the shepherd yes he's he's still a two two but he becomes that three three he's a little more aggressive and i think that maybe more depending on where you want to take the deck i think the, the aggressiveness may be more helpful Okay, got that. Yeah, I can dig it. I can dig that one there. Okay, and then, alright, we'll go with Shepard, then we're going three. Alright, then we'll go to the next drop. Alright, next three drop is Emberwolf versus Daybreak Ranger. Uh, Emberwolf all the way. Daybreak is a nice, maybe, sideboard or maybe a couple cards in there. It shouldn't be bad to have in there. I mean, I, I have two in mine. Uh -huh. But it takes care of the flying, I mean, lingering souls. Uh, it could take care of Froth and Wrath, the Aristocrat, without them, you know, giving it, um, indestructible. But there's a few things that it could take care of. Okay. But right. when it gets big, but I think definitely, they, if you're doing werewolves and you're going strictly airwolves, Amber Wolf is just that much better. Okay, good. 
Alright, now, um, pretty much that was the basis. The other werewolves, they really don't have really much of abilities compared to most all these other ones. So basically, these scoring villagers pretty much out of there. Um, basically, it, it, if it sounds like what I sound like, yes, it does sound like what I'm doing. I am partially taken out here. Okay, then, um, um, let's see here. It says Emerald's up here. Uh, like I said, Emerald's still the same. I'm trying to think of another. I do that. Okay. The crew and outlaw is, oh, is interesting. Yeah, card. I, I was just about to break that down here. Uh, all right, here the it, it's not actually a werewolf, but it's a werewolf warrior. It's the uh, um, wolf of avenger, the the one green green, and the current outlaw, which is one and a red red. Which one would you pick? I think the avenger is better because the regenerate. Um, you're able to use it to hold back on your turn three, and then use it as an instant. So you can say have the mayor. It works probably good with the mayor. You can sit back on the mayor, skip your or uh, skip your turn three, and then all of a sudden you got the wolf here for Avenger, and you could cast that at the end of your opponent's turn. Your mayor flips because you skipped your turn three, and now you got this wolf, and then the mayor is going to spit out a wolf. So it's a lot of a lot to deal with. So I think that's probably better for the mayor build. He's definitely definitely I think a good card. Whereas crew and outlaw, if you're I think. It is a good card, but you really need a flip. So if you're, I think that's maybe more the aggro build because you want to do the moon miss to yeah. flip your werewolves and get that going and really beat face. So, um, yeah, I think the, the Avengers is just more my favorite because I'm just scared about not flipping with the werewolf. Right. All right. It's pretty much there. All right. That's, uh, really, like I said, really the other one. Alright, so uh, pretty much that gets it down there, but I just want you to talk about one more card here that basically that I, that I find to me that I find amazing. A lot of people have well, if, if answered about, but um, give me your, um, your rundown on Instigator Game. I'm iffy about it myself. Yeah, and it, it, is, um, it is iffy, but you know, it's when it works it's, <laughs> when it works it, it, it's great but it, it, it's kind of like almost the ideal situation because it's so so fragile it just, it's a 2-3 when it first gets there so like when you want to drop it and have his ability to swing in and you kind of need to have that and uh, a moon miss right you're able to drop that and you have moon miss back up and boom you hit the moon miss and you flip over and just like it's, it's over for him exactly but but I mean, it depends on how you control. The game. If you're able to, if you got the setup where you're sitting back on your um, instances, and you're able to have him come out. I mean, he's just a force on his own, and he makes everything else that you got is, is pretty much insane to beat. And so even if he attacks by himself, he still swings for. Uh, you know, when he's flipped, he swings for eight. Yeah, eight is just ridiculous. Because <laughs> he has trample, right? Yes, or? yes, and he has trample, yes. Yeah, so like he that's what I'm saying. He might be good with the uh, mayor build, but then see the thing is he hits the, he's in the four drop spot. The problem with that is that's where you wanna have the hunt master. Like yeah. you you're oh, you're there. gonna wanna run you're gonna wanna run the four hunt master before you even think about doing instigator gang. Oh and yeah. So so then now you're now you're talking about four hundred masters and maybe two instigators. That's not. I mean, that's you could try that out. I don't well, think yeah. it's bad. When I, when I had it, that was what I did. You you hit around you hit around right the head, down, man. When I I run four uh, not four marriage, but run four hundred masters totally. Basically, basically it's the the current outlaws 
and the Instagram games are two of them in my builds. Reason okay. is, reason is because you know they're good, but you know I don't want them out yet. These guys are for when I'm ready to have the mana out and be able to play them and moon mist them. I mean, gotcha. Yeah, you know. So so basically, it's gonna be kind of hard. Instagram game got built up, but really, really, if I had a, really if I had a choice of it, really. I love the integrated game. I love how it gives you plus three when it's flipped. But to me, I'd rather play four current outlaws instead of running two of this, two of that. Mostly because the ability is is that when she flips, she already has double strike by herself. Then plus, when she flips, you know, you can't be blocked unless by two or more creatures. Well, if you got a nice little spread out there, they ain't got enough to cover everybody. So, you know, so I mean, it, it has its if and if and buts, but they they do work pretty good well together. I really do agree. Also, I really do agree with you with the Avenger. Like I said, I rather run run three or you know run you know run two corn outlaws than run two Avengers. You know if it came down to it, you know. So you know, like you said, you can cast stuff on their turn. You know, then but another card that I would maybe like more than Instigator Gang that has a similar impact might be even be the um, um, Hell Rider. Like you're talking about that, and yeah. that's kind of sparked because if you're if you're dropping a one two three four you know one two three drop drop hell rider and you're coming in like you're swinging for four points of damage on top of what you've already done and it's like that's a hell of a presence they got a, they got a jace you're killing their jace through yeah. the damage there's a lot going on so like uh, I don't know I mean I think the werewolves like they stay too homogeneous and they stick within their tribe like they're they can't, they're gonna they, do alright they can't function too well though I mean they, they say you'll do alright but they won't they, they won't be that that, that stunning presence because basically the next thing I want to get into before we wrap everything up here is um, Splash yeah Splash is a color and, and, and I won't get your thoughts on on uh, then I'll get my thoughts on why I'm doing it but uh, um, so basically this build really you know normally back in the day really werewolves was just red green well, yeah. well, what color is Jun? Uh, is it, isn't it isn't it red? Isn't it red, black, green? Correct, right there. Or is it uh? No, wait a minute. Was that? Red, yeah, it's red, black, green. Uh, okay, so I am right. Yeah. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, so so basically, you can really consider this that you know, I guess you want to call it the splash, but you guess you could call it like a Jun werewolf, because really, because what I'm what I'm trying to doing is, you know, running it by myself. Uh, like I said, let me uh, let me splash up. This is old. School. Just not down my card down before. Um, uh, basically, the the old school one I had is was just straight red green, and uh, I got it right here. Uh, I did have it right here. Okay, yeah, it was just basically I'm just giving you this this just spells, art trails, brimstone valleys, shocks. Really, the only really the removal in each deck, and I was running like 20 creatures at the time too. But now it has, you have so much space to spread out. You know, it's like I'm adding black mostly for um, Drop Decay and Dreadborn. You know, you know, there's that that extra splash of removal. Mm -hmm. and, you know, and and I, I really feel you know that 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 black can handle that because I'm like say if you really, I mean, really want to break it down, hell, I mean, if you really want, you don't want to get nasty with it, you know, still run your werewolves, but hell, have your. Uh, you know, have your your twilight moment, you know, whatever, or, or underworld moment, and uh, uh, you know, throw throw Olivia in there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, well, know. I think that's kind of where you got Jun. Jun is going in that direction because yeah. they're taking 
which with his hunt master and yeah. probably that's werewolf and then incorporating that in the shell like it's leaving behind a lot of the other wolves but yeah i mean definitely like olivia fits in well and, and again thrag test so when you get to the top of the curve like right. werewolves start to thin out but then it gets replaced by cars that are probably better for their curve exactly you know and that's it's, it's all about it, most werewolves when you play it is uh, to me it's all about speed yeah. You want to get out there quick, you know, then, then, but it's trying to make the, the whole board Jason. Because pretty much if you look at the Jun deck, you know, like, uh, like when we were talking about earlier here, uh, you know, um, one here for Star City, Star City Games, uh, Baltimore, is that, you know, you got your Huntmasters, you got your two Olivias, you know, of course you got your Thrag Tusk, but if you're not playing Thrag Tusk or something else, you can fit in there to cover that base. You got your Thundermall Hellkites, you know, and, you know, it's just, and that's more a little bit different. You, know, more just, you got your Grooks. The, you know the, the bring out your guys here but you gotta think about by the time they get on one really I think it really can hurt you probably be Liliana on this type build here but on these type decks let me, let me try to build here you can't really put Planeswalker in there because they kind of slow you down unless you're playing a group the um, the, the one that flips I forgot his name oh yeah the, 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 the Relentless Relentless something like that whatever yeah, 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 it's really he's only really good most because you know he comes out what four or two and, and he already you know he puts dudes down you know, but then they bump up with that. I mean, that's kind of thing you can look at too. But like, say, if you're like me, I had a playset, trading away for some of that, that uh, black green sword back in the day. Uh, um, uh, uh, Peace and famine. Yeah, Peace and famine. Yeah, and I should have done that. Should have kept my cards, but they're still good now. But anyway, but uh, you know, you know, stuff like that. You know, you got you got to play what you got to play with. And I've been playing with the deck that you gave me earlier, like I said earlier, and I splashed those colors in there. It works so good. They're not expecting. They're expecting, you know, some like, you know, okay, I'm play. I'm overing your guy. Okay, bam. I uh, uh, drop the cage. What? Wait a minute. I thought you were playing werewolves. I am playing werewolves. But why you got black in it for? Because <laughs> you're overing. You know what I mean? So yeah, there's nothing you really can do against counters. I mean, the only thing you can do with counters is if you play counters. And I try to, yeah. I try to do the blue thing, but you need too much blue to make it work. And basically, it slows it down. So basically, it's just more about. Jun style, you know, um, basically, um, like I said, their their removal is rub the case, uh, bonfires, dreadborns, pull of flames, uh, seven bloodlines, ultimate prices. So basically, that's what you have to basically play your deck as. Because so really, so so really, if I look at it, if I would like, you know, put all my cards together right now, it'd be kind of hard. But but in the place of the Grooks and Lilianas, that's where you put your other creatures in. But I would definitely. This is this is what I'm looking at right now. Tell me what you think. Here is the four Huntmasters, and for my four, uh, um, I guess you want to say Thrag Tusk, the four for the Mayors. Then based on this list, you have two spots for Hell from Hellkite, Olivia's, and Dread um, uh, Dreadlight Shamans. All right, so I'll kind of do the the Shamans and the groups, you know, taking place in those. I'll play four of the Reckless Waves. Then the other two spots can either be some type of uh, instigator game. Or an issue game in Court Outlaws. Then, or hey, Emerald Wolf. Oh, Emerald oh, Wolf oh probably uh, better. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Emerald Wolf. Oh, oh, damn. Thanks for reminding me. I forgot about that one. But, uh, yeah, okay. So, okay. Because, see, really, right now, I think three Emerald Wolves would be good instead of trying to run four. Gotcha. Because, you know, I mean, they they are your piece. So are, they are just a piece and not the main focus. The main focus are your, uh, to me, are your mares and your huntmasters. Everything else you just fill in to cooperate with them, because basically, like you want your lords to go off. 
So, gotcha. so, so basically, that's what it is. So basically, the Lily, the three Lilianas will be Everwolves. Then you still got you. They said in the two spot for for uh, the the Shamans and the Hell, you know, Hellcat spot facing four. We'll probably be four reckless ways. So really, would you run? Would you want to really run four reckless ways, or would you just want to run? Yeah, you. I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna play reckless way, if you're gonna run four. Yeah, okay. So it's gonna you're gonna be you're gonna be that aggressive. And yeah, you just gotta hit him with aggressive. So four is not, and you gotta play a different deck, more mid range. Right. So that that leaves two. So basically, because I mean, well, in like some of the other like the far seeks, because like, see, we really want really want to play far seeks in here. You don't want to play far seeks. Yeah. So yeah. so basically, with the far seeks. You can, you know, slice I think out. even even Rakdos return and maybe sever the bloodline. You don't necessarily want to play, no, because that's more later. Yeah, I would um, I would up maybe two uh, bonfires the dam. Well, okay. um, or if you're broke ass like me, I'll play two doubles plays. <laughs> <laughs> or or Mizium Mortars. Mizium Mortars is cheap. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, it's cheap. But um, uh, so basically, I'll say in spot. Let's see what the let's see what spot. The, okay, so he has one bonfire in there, but. I guess you say sever the bloodline and the bonfire down place. You run two, two um, doubles play, and uh, I guess in place for the ones to sever the bloodline. I guess it's, what's the other one? No, for we have to back towards the turn. You play a Mizian mortar for that spot there. So so basically you still have spots open there. So and uh, you can do that like there. So that's something I think I would do. Yeah, see, there's definitely spots. See this thing. See this is this is what brood is about, man. Yeah, and this is why I like table talk because you know if you're on the script you wouldn't be talking about stuff like this you'd be talking about this how they build their decks you're not sitting there talking about how you're going to build it well Horse Notion they do they do a pretty darn good job too uh, um, you know Chris Lansdale and all them and stuff and another thing people always get him trashed by him being, him being on a podcast I will not mind him being on mine so it's all good here but um, basically I mean like I said that's the best part about brewing man I mean just like how that, me and Marcel are doing right now you know, we're just sitting here and shooting the jive, but you guys get to hear it. And to me, it's a lot better doing this than, you know, like some of these other podcasts that they're actually playing Magic. All right, you're go. Okay, I'll play Put Flames. Okay, you go. All right, I'll play Lonely on the Veil. Sacrifice Creature. Okay, I'm Sacrifice that. It's kind of, eh. Yeah, <laughs> you know, just, just a little bit, you know, just here for cards. It's, it's kind of boring, dude. You know, no offense to your podcast and like that. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, you know, but it doesn't, uh, it's definitely table, but uh, I mean, let's just put it this way: if you would do it like you're doing it, but do it more of like you know, at a black family union, everybody playing dominoes, or you know, you know, basically you know, minority type of a family union, you know, you sitting there trying to eat your food and your table shakes because your uncle's down on the other end of the table, uh, signing up dominoes, bones. Uh, that's right. That's six points. Uh, uh, you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. So, uh, I, I, that's you know, just kind of kind of boost up about it. So, but uh, I hear uh, you. I hear you. This is the interactions. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. That's why I like coming here because you know the, we're well, that's what we're doing. We're getting to the raw brewing part of it. Yeah, we're really trying to make these werewolves, you know, see what we can make happen, and that's that's really what it takes. Sometimes you're gonna you know have a deck and you you realize like no matter how hard you try to take it, it's only gonna go so far. And, exactly. And and like you know by recognizing. The limitations of your deck and knowing like you know this is where it's at you, you you're you're not being a bad player by by playing with it you just know where the deck's at and you know the level so you're not going to take this to go into uh you know a gp or 
you know, a PTQ maybe. This this is this is definitely F and M and you yeah. you could have fun with these type of decks and still, you know, play on a good level, it's just not gonna be tier one. Yeah. But you know, brewing brewing is still done at a lower level. In fact that's almost more where the better brewing is done because when you're uh, when you're trying to be too competitive your your carpool is so limited because you yeah. only have to play with these very powerful and then there's very little little minor changes that, that are done. Not many people come with a, a, a real rogue deck that can compete on those levels. But on the lower levels, you can you can try these things that work and some good interactions and that, that are powerful enough because people aren't playing where it's just, you know, balls against the walls, tooth and nail. You can get to, you know, turn eight, nine, ten and eleven and whatnot and, and you know, there's still a game going on. So it's, it's it's really about having fun to playing and, and brewing at all levels. You you could you could brew with some very with a lot of, lot of the decks that I had the most fun ever playing were 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 like, you know, casual decks. And that did cool stuff that just weren't wasn't, you know, necessarily the most powerful thing, but just that is it, to me is more what magic is about. Exactly. You know, it's, it's like you said, man, it starts starts off down low. And I think somebody else was also talking about I think it's I think it's probably was Trying to think here. I think I think I also heard on Horse Notions. Also, I think I heard on uh, um, Heavy Meta too. Is that man? We build a deck. Stop trying to build it. Number one, tier one. Play a deck that you enjoy, then boost it up. I, I mean, and and also, and don't don't you know? Some people are talking about don't try to go and be the master of building your deck. You know, it's like I'm gonna break the format by making this deck. You try to do that, you're gonna kill yourself and thinking too damn much. Yeah. You're, you're gonna be like, oh yeah, okay, this, okay, but but I don't know about playing this. I want to play that, so I'm just gonna, okay, play that. Okay, no, I'll play this, and that's this is it. Nothing else. This is perfect now. And then you're not play testing it, and you're just taking it. And like I say, you go to GP, you get your face smashed in, and your face smashed in, and your self esteem goes down. Then all stuff, then you're crying and you're hurting, and you know what I mean. Brewing with your people, like me and Marcel are doing right now, is the way to go, man. It'll, it'll make you feel so much better inside, and plus, it, you get so many more insights. Because, like I said, you're like we're tunnel vision. When I talk about this deck here, I had no idea thinking about you know the base of how to manage out my cards. Now talking, you know, talking here on the podcast, talking about it, you know, has has changed it, has changed it dramatically. Totally changed the way that I, I was thinking about it. So I mean, it's uh, it's definitely gonna be a thing. So definitely gonna work on it here. And uh, and I definitely will be uh, I'll be posting up here on the website soon and getting it done here. But uh, uh any more words, Mr. Marcel? Oh, where's my? Oh, yeah, I got one more card before we, before we let you go here, and we'll close out on this card here, and uh, give me a last fit on it. It's uh, to me, it's a cyborg card, but definitely I think it's something that that way the meta game is going with a lot of creatures and stuff. I think it will be pretty good. It's a blacksmith act. Ah, uh, cyborg, most definitely. Cyborg is is I mean there's not enough tokens. I think if there's more token decks and more prevalent then yeah, but there's a lot of small amount of creatures and they're beating in with a small amount that blasphemous acts never really reaches the potential that it needs to. Now if we ever started seeing a lot more aggro come about, um, black red and then all of a sudden because we have Boros coming out and then Gruel that the the board is going to be more swamped with more creatures and it's, it's going to be even a lot more of that going on than blasting the sack I think may become better but right now in the current current way it's uh it's okay all right okay 
So that's the point of talking about it, because I, I, I did think it was good. I also think the same thing, too. I mean, it is like I said, how I put this way here. Best way to judge this card is not about if your mana, God's playing junk tokens, tokens in this, reanimated, populated, stuff, anything like that. You're getting your butt kicked by 10 tens. This is the time to do it. That's the time you want to bring it in. That's why I say it's definitely, it's definitely a a cyborg card because you don't want to bring it in and not face on someone who just plays four creatures that beats your face in and you're sitting there trying to burn 13 damage when that it's not helping you it's not which is not helping you uh helping you get the job done that's a you know because i mean i know it's a good card it's a good card but like i said it all depends all depends what's going on at the particular time and if whatever that you're playing is going to be uh gonna, you know be the business so not really gonna be the business then it's not really your time to play that and uh now you got me thinking about thinking about my hell riders now i wish i did but uh, <laughs> i would i would throw them in slam them in yeah yeah i i, I am i would find a place for them yeah, I'll definitely yeah. most definitely do that but basically my main focus is trying to find my other darn hunt master it was in my binder but now it's not in there no more uh i don't know what happened to it i thought i put it in my box i know but I know I definitely overlook it, so it's uh, because I have a four year old little girl, so uh, it's probably been her toy bound or something, whatever. So we never know, but uh, yeah, man, I mean, that's that's pretty much about it, folks. You know, that's just the segment of surprise werewolves, bitches. So, um, this is what I'm doing, you know, so no, pretty much this is a bringing, but you know, just a, a surprising moment of, of bringing it back. Um, I'll like say, I'll let y'all know how it goes and what we do. And uh, we'll get back to it, man. So, Mister Mister Marcel, sir, my sir, I want to appreciate you very much, sir, for coming on and joining me again here for another week of Energy Brainstorm, my brother. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you again, brother. It's, it's it's a wonder to be here. Um, yeah, yeah, me and again, yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely family, man. Oh yeah, I saw I listened to your podcast talking about GP down there in Oakland, Eggman. If I had the dough. I definitely be running down your way, man, and you know, gonna check that, check it out there with you. Oh, indeed. I mean, the, the one, the one to really go to if you can do this Vegas, the GP Vegas, because oh. that's going to be insane. We'll have, we'll have the house, so we might be able to get you in for 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 real, real, real cheap. This is about a plane, plane flight, so you know, Southwest, seventy nine dollars. Exactly. You <laughs> might find out this one where you go there for a day. You know, exactly. It's just, You'll have a good time. Yeah, you know, especially being in this part of the country, it's not it's only a like I think a two hour flight, so you know, coming out of come out of Dallas, so it shouldn't be too bad. I'll definitely have to look definitely looking into that. And, you know, I might might not have a wife when I come back, but <laughs> well, I might better have some fun while I'm up there. No, I'm joking. Uh, no, no, don't put up this method. Y'all just, just give me crap. But uh, yeah, um, yeah, we'll definitely have to uh check it out. We'll talk more talk more about it. But uh Thanks again, my brother, for joining me here on the podcast. Everyone, thank you for listening to, uh, here to the MG Brainstorm. And uh, I'll be letting y'all know what's going on with this Werewolf deck. Uh, be checking out checking out the Twitter. Uh, Twitter handle is at uh, MPG Brainstorm. Uh, website is www.mpgbrainstorm.com. We can find all our information and basically old podcasts, other decks that we get from the crew, based from the family uh, that I put on the website. And uh, basically just... No, whatever. Also, at the bottom of the screen, I put down the basically the best podcast of the week. I try to get that updated every once in a while. And my homie uh, Marcel's uh, one of his featured uh, podcasts is on there too. Brainstorm Brewery, check it out, guys. If you haven't heard of the podcast on MTGCast, brainstormbrewery.com. 
follow us on Twitter, our Brainstorm Brew on Twitter. Um, yeah, if you like financials, we're one of the only financial podcasts, even though uh, heavy meta that are really starting to do the moto finance. But uh, yeah, you'll get you'll get traders there. You'll get inside information about how to really get down and you know get the most out of your trades. So check it out. Right on. And uh, I just want to bring this up too. We never really talk about this. All right, you know, basically, um, I threw up uh, MG Brainstorm before my uh, personal brewery was up, and one day I was just, you know, checking my computer, I get get a message for myself, hey man, uh, you know, I was like, you know, every time I was starting a uh, podcast called Brainstorm Brewery, you know, want to know if it's if it's cool that we use this name since you know you you had Brainstorm first, and not for not for one second in my body and my bone, not even not even knowing him doing that, but just the whole fact of. The man took the time, just the time to type it out and ask, which to me personally really didn't even had no, you know, no importance. I mean, I mean but he, he had enough general respect, you know, and, and love for the family and, and respect for the game that he asked me. It's something I would have done too. So I think that, that was another reason why that I, uh, that, you know, found some, you know, more intriguing. And, you know, like I said, not one hesitation. He sent it. I sent it back. Man, do what you want to do, man. I can't wait to hear what you got. And look at us now. Now we're homies. Now we're family and stuff and everything. So it was, you know, it's stuff like that. This is why we we're trying to tell you: respect the game, respect the people, and stuff like this. You know, this game bring people together. Now, you know, I got now I've got a very good friend, my homie Marcel. You know, and I know we're really good friends now because now we got each other's cell phone numbers. So now we don't talk exactly. on Twitter no more. <laughs> so that's the world to the next level now. You know, what I'm saying so. So basically, that's what it is. You, family, your phone numbers too. So that's yeah, definitely reach out. So. You just, just, you know, be, treat other people like real human beings, give people respect, and you'd be surprised how far you get, you know. Right on. And for the closing, closing is out here. I'm not going to say the name of the podcast. The closing out, you're probably hearing the music in the background getting louder with that hard thumping beat because, you know, this is my, my rave moment here. Uh, normally I try to do it every, about every other podcast, but from now on, every, any, after each podcast, my rave moment. My rave moment is when you find something out there in the community that you don't like, don't go in there and be calling nobody no names. I'm not gonna say a particular podcast. I'm not gonna say a particular person. But you, you know who you are. You know who he is. Don't be calling nobody no fag because you don't like what they write about it. That's all I gotta say. You guys, have a good time. Marcel, thank you again, sir. Thanks for hanging out with me here. You guys have a good one out. Peace out. Cool. <laughs> yeah, boy. Dope sound. Do the brown. <laughs>